Hi, and welcome to The Happy Runner, a podcast for all who love running and those who want to start running. My name is Roman, and today I will talk with David about his running story. Hi, David, and welcome to The Happy Runner podcast. Uh, for the beginning, uh, tell us a little bit about how you discovered running for yourself. So I discovered running. It's been a long journey for me. I guess kind of pun intended, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, I, was a, I was an athlete as a kid, and my sore spot was I just refused to run. And I always think back as a grown man. I'm 42 years old now, and I, I kind of play like a little mental head game. I not succeed as an athlete as a kid just out of curiosity and it was one of the things it was clearly it was running and recently um, as I lost a lot of weight and started getting involved with a personal trainer online a guy who's a strength coach for the Ohio State University and he's very into running and I just got into what he pushes on his athletes and actually when the coronavirus hit and the gyms were closed I lost my cardio machines like most people And it was kind of a do or die moment for me. And I figured now is as good a time as any. And I got my running shoes on and started running hill sprints in my neighborhood. One thing led to another. And now I'm uh, part of the community, I guess. Okay, then. Uh, so you mentioned some other sports that you did in the past. Uh, do you think that the transition from other sports to running uh, is a difficult one? So every wrestler knows and I wrestle again as I said when I was younger you have to be somewhat of a runner to succeed and I never I never quite got that message clearly so I think it shouldn't be such a great transition at least from where I'm coming from but for me not having embraced running at all um, it was a very difficult transition so I think the the people who are successful in sports that I find. I mean, this is not a, a general, a, an absolute statement, but I think there's a lot of crossover. You know, athletes should be very good at running. I wasn't. So now the transition is a little bit challenging, but I, I think uh, running goes with most sports and I think that they go hand in hand. Uh, yeah, uh, actually, that's true. Uh, you mentioned challenging. Uh, what was the most challenging when you started running? I had no idea how to run. I think that that is the most challenging thing that I faced was, you know, as a kid in, in sports, I think they, the coaches treated the track as like a babysitter, you know, just, you know, go figure out, go run and come back after you've run two, three miles. But I, I see now as an adult, there's a big wisdom in running, right? So it, for me, I think this time around, it really started to kick in when I, I this is very silly, silly, but I bought a watch. And I, and I started to pace myself. And when I realized that it's all in the pacing, and I started running the 100 meters, you know, from a walking distance, and then I started jogging it, sprinting it, and I felt all the different paces. I put it together and I saw I can run based on, based on pacing and, and timing. And it worked. And all of a sudden, my mile time dropped significantly from like 12 minutes down to eight minutes. And then my third crack at it was like seven minutes. And now I'm sub seven minutes. So it was... For me, it was mental, almost entirely mental. Yeah, uh, actually, that's with most sports, uh, a mental game. Uh, but how would you compare uh, running to 
wrestling or to gym workouts uh, something that you used to do in the past so you know the, talking about the watch thing i okay. i quickly saw the wisdom of watches <laughs> we're we're strange as it is and i got a fitness watch you know because again very quickly i saw how important the timing is and the fitness watches have the heart rate so as i i wore the watch for the first time at the gym lifting weights and just after that running at the gym my heart rate got to about one about 100 110 maximum 120 and as i hit the hills and and did my routine in my neighborhood you know obviously i was hitting a very high heart rate right zones four and so my heart rate was up there from 130 up towards 160 uh, north of 160 and i very quickly saw how much more taxing running is on the heart and i had no idea so when i when i look back and I was lifting weights very intensely, and I thought, why can't I even run a mile? I mean, I work out very, very hard. And the answer is very simple and clear. I was not working anywhere near as hard as I thought I should have been, because once I started running and now I've tested it, you can't compare the, the heart rate of, of, of doing the, the hill sprints and running a very fast mile, relatively speaking, compared to weightlifting. There's no comparison. Okay, but then, uh, you know, if you listened to some of my podcasts in the in the, uh, in the the past or uh, those posts that I put on Instagram, uh, you, you will notice that I recommend uh, running without a GPS watch. It's, you know, you, you should get the feel about those runs. Uh, not so much relay, relay uh, on the data that you get from those watches. You should try that out, you know. I definitely agree. So I, you know, for, again, where it started for me was when I went to the track and I used just a regular digital watch, nothing mm -hmm. fancy, I mean, really basic. And I, exactly what you said. I wanted to, I realized, you know, when you when you run, you it's, it's weird, it's a conundrum. If you're trying to sprint, you feel fast. But if you're trying to go for pacing, you don't feel very fast. So I was always trying to get off the blocks running fast. And it's like, it, it wasn't fast enough for a sprint, but it was too fast for a run. And not until I went to the track and said, all right, we're going to walk 100 meters and, and feel what that feels like. In a worst case scenario. Then I wanted to sprint my fastest, which is like 13 seconds in the 100 meters. And I, and I went through every progression, you know, 15, 17, 19, 20, all the way through. And each... Each couple of seconds, you could feel how different it was. And when I was finally ready to put my first mile together, I, I wanted to feel what I think it was like 27 seconds, which was totally different from 30, totally different from 25. And then, you know, 1600s, you know, 1600 meters, 100 each. So 16, all I did was count backwards, 16, 15, feeling that 27 all the way through. And it worked. It totally worked. Okay, that, that's uh, somehow a new approach uh, that I heard of, but uh, <laughs> obviously it, 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 it's working for you. Uh, tell me, David, yeah. uh, what are your running plans for the future? Running plans for the future? Yeah. I, have, I, have, I have a couple goals right now. Mm -hmm. my, my next goal will hopefully, I'll keep you posted on this, on Tuesday morning in the holy city of Jerusalem where I live, okay. I'm going to attempt put my first 5k together about a week and a half ago i put my first 3k together and i definitely had a lot of gas left in the tank a lot but uh true to my word i promised my wife i wouldn't wear myself out on the morning before our trip 
uh, it was our year anniversary trip. So I saved it for this coming Tuesday, and I plan on putting together my first 5K. I still want to put down a sub one minute 400 meters. That's next after the 5K, and I want to be moving for four hours. So I want to feel I want to feel what it's like to move for four hours. So that that's my long term goal. I don't know if I can complete a marathon one day, but I want to. I definitely want to feel running for four hours straight. That's my long-term goal. Okay, I'm. I'm sure that you uh, will be able to 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 uh, compete also in a marathon, uh, just by the consistency uh, that you put into your running. Uh, tell me, do you use any training programs for running, or you just go out and run? So, like, like you already said, my 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 method is a little yeah. weird. You know, it's all kind of off the cuff. I mean, I, I'm an out of the box thinker. Everything I do, I kind of find my own way. And again, you know, where it came together for me was I bought this cheap Casio, only because on the weekends I wanted to see what time it is. And I don't want to use my phone. And when I when I realized I could go to the track and time the hundred meters in that way, and when I bought the smartwatch, was a little bit of an elevated version of that. I don't like to get into the technical stuff with it. Um, like you're like you're saying, I, I like to feel the run. So I use map my run. I use some apps just to kind of log where I'm going. <clears throat> I like to go out into the neighborhood and and develop a course. But for me, I think I, I like to figure out hills. I really enjoy hill sprinting and and mapping a course that has a challenging hill. And I try to put together a time frame. Um, again, so I think I use a lot of the intangibles that runners use, but I do it in my own unique way. Uh, yeah, that's actually true. Uh, tell me, what would you say to others that want to start running? Uh, maybe an inspiration to them or uh, this new approach of yours? So I, 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 you know, where I'm at, like right now, I have no idea that I what it's like to run for four hours. You know, I'm watching these people run marathons, and they move for four hours. I'm holding it 30 minutes, and I don't know how I'm going to do it on Tuesday. I kind of know that I will because of where I, I did the 3K. But I think the answer is running grows. You got to trust the process, right? So if you just go out there, like when I before I could do the mile. I worked on running four separate laps around the track. I couldn't string them together, and it just comes together. So as long as you put all the pieces of the puzzle together, start running a lap at a time, then take a break, run two laps, three laps, four laps. Everybody has a hill <coughs> somewhere in their neighborhood. Run up that hill, right? Three three sprints up the hill, five sprints. Put all these little intangibles together: timing your run, mapping your run. I'm a big advocate of walking, walking a long distance. I am a firm believer. If you put together at least ten of those pieces, eventually it'll congeal, and you'll find that you're running a mile. You're running a mile in a, in a very quick time compared to what you thought was possible. You'll do a 3K, and uh, hopefully next time you see me, I'll be able to say that, that I'm not full of myself here, and that I was able to put together a 5K, and that should be on Tuesday. So hopefully I'm a man of my word, and I have, have strong belief it'll happen. And I know for everybody else out there, if I can do it, you can do it too. Uh, so uh, thank you, David. Fingers crossed uh, for your 5K, and I think we all learned something new today. Thanks for having me on, and uh, stay tuned for the. Stay tuned and follow the Happy Runner podcast or subscribe to it. 
I will be also glad to get comments, ratings and reviews about the podcast. You will find the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts and on our webpage runandsmile.net.